0: Yo, it's an exciting sports weekend coming up, man. It starts on Thursday, goes all the way through Sunday between golf, wrestling, MMA, UFC 223, a second weekend of Major League Baseball, basketball wrapping up its season. I'm going to try to touch on the things that are important to me. It's a lot going on. i got such little time. Let's go. I'm ready to talk golf. I'm sure it's the least exciting sport of the sports are on the calendar this weekend. But it's the one I'm excited about because it's the Masters. It's the first major of the season. And Tiger Woods, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, along with all of these other golfers, all seem to be at their A game and playing their best golf at the right time going into this tournament. Who's going to get the green jacket? There's a lot of these young guys Jordan Spieth and Rory and DJ Justin Thomas Jason Day A lot of these guys will tell you the stories About how they grew up watching Tiger Woods And they can pinpoint the certain tournaments That they remember watching him And him making them the fans of the game And then the professionals that they have become The Tiger effect on these guys And they'll tell you all about it And they all used to talk about you've heard interviews about how they always would say that they would like a chance to get to play against tiger in a major on a sunday when it matters and tiger's been hurt for like damn near the last decade and a half tad bit exaggeration but you get what i'm saying he's been hurt while all these guys have been on the come up and now it all seems to be clicking tiger's seems to be finally recovered from all of his back and knee surgeries that he's had over the past few years and these golfers that have been trying to find their way these young 20-something late 20-something guys that have now got a couple majors under their belt and they're looking to establish their legacy They are going to get their wish right now this weekend. It is going to be off the chain. Number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson, who didn't play last year because he had a freak accident falling down the steps. He's in it. Rory, he won last week. He's in it. Tiger Woods has been finishing in the top five, top ten the last couple tournaments he's played. Hasn't done that in forever. He's in it. He's ready. Phil's in it. Phil's ready. Speaking of Tiger and Phil what was pretty cool is that Tiger and Phil actually played a practice round of golf this week at Augusta together and if anybody knows golf or knows rivalries Tiger and Phil had a very heated rivalry not just on that golf course, but personally, they just didn't seem to like each other. It was really you know, good to see, as a fan of a boring sport, to see people really go at each other like that. But now they're even playing practice rounds of golf together, they're understanding that they're the elders of the game now in their 40s, where these 20-something guys are coming in and blazing their own trail. Good to see them getting along and playing in the sandbox well together. But at the end of the day, you know, come Thursday when it goes down, they are going to be going for each other's throats. It'll be a beautiful thing to watch. The Masters, the hunt for the green jacket goes down this weekend. Yeet!
1: Will stand and fight. I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you.
0: I'm one of the baddest mother of all time. Hold my drink, bitch. For all my mixed martial arts fans out there, UFC 223 goes down this Saturday and the main event has already been changed. It was gonna be Tony Ferguson against Habib with the last name, who's undefeated and a badass, and they were gonna be scrapping for the lightweight title of 155. Um, But Tony Ferguson had to pull out. He just got injured in his training, and Max Holloway, who is the featherweight champion at 145, steps in on six days notice to take the fight. Talk about gangster. That's amazing, but he's technically the interim chap at 145, because he's really only holding the belt until Connor gets back, is going to fight on Saturday against an undefeated monster for the lightweight title, which is still technically kind of the interim lightweight title because they're really only holding it until Connor gets back. All of this is lobbying for position to fight Connor McGregor when he comes back in. Because the lightweight division at 155, which Connor has the title in, and then the featherweight division at 145, Connor has the title there too. So basically, Max Holloway, who is stepping in on six days' notice to fight and a guy who hasn't lost, you gotta give him credit for that. He's going after his legacy right now. If you wanna be the best, you gotta beat the best, and you gotta do it in situations like this, is what he's saying. He wasn't cleared to fight Frankie Edgar in his last fight, but now he's ready to step up. MMA fans, what do you think about UFC 223, the main event, Max Holloway versus the undefeated Russian monster Habib Nurmagomedov or something of that sort? You know, I can't say that last name. Forgive me. That one's going to be a banger. And then there's another title fight. It's a rematch. Rose, the thug, going against the former champ Joanna. This is the second time they fought. Rose beater down in the first round stunned everybody shocked the world when she took her out the first time but Joanna had it kind of coming in my opinion because she was piping off at the mouth a little too much in the press conference got a little disrespectful when she put her fist up on Rose's face at the weigh-in so it was it was perfectly fitting to see Rose who was the quiet thug kind of go out there and handle her business and shut the bully up That's how a lot of people took it. But nonetheless, Joanna gets a rematch. There were problems with her training camp in the last one, she said. So she's got a new squad. So there should be no excuses. Will she redeem herself and get her belt back? Or is it time for Rose to continue to hold down that division? That's gonna be dope to see. And then there's a bunch of other fights on the card that in my opinion are pretty dope. There's some more 155ers. It's not a title fight, but a former champion, Anthony Showtime Pettis, is going to be fighting against Michael Chiesa on uh, a 155 bout. Chiesa was um, on the Ultimate Fighting Championship show. He was, he's no joke. Ray Borg, Brandon Moreno fighting. It's going to be a pretty good pretty good card. The guy they call Bruce Leroy, the Karate Kid, Alex Caceres is fighting against Artem uh, Lobov who apparently had some type of altercation in the hotel room against Habib, who is in the the main event. I haven't heard enough about that, but if you guys have, fill me in. I'd like to know what's going on. Man, another thing that is exciting going on. Saturday night, UFC 223, Max Holloway, Habib fighting for the lightweight title. But we all know they're just holding the title until Connor decides to come back and start kicking ass. Which Dana White did say he will fight this year, 2018, guaranteed. That's good news for the MMA world. Woo! It's Cali K.O. We're brought to you by Anchor. NBA basketball season is going to be finishing up pretty soon. It ends on Wednesday the 11th. And with the playoff races being so close at each conference in the Western Conference, there's only one game that separates the number four seed from the number eight seed. Three games that separate number four from number ten, which be the two teams on the outside looking in. And then you go to the east, and it's pretty much the same kind of thing. Number three and number four are tied right now. And then five, six, seven, and eight, there are four games that separate those. Four teams. Only half a game separates six, seven, and eight. So, with the races being so close and there's only a week left in the season, every game matters. And there are some pretty important games that are going on in the NBA this weekend. Starting with Thursday night, the number two Golden State Warriors are going to be traveling to Indiana to face the Pacers. The Warriors have won three in a row, which is good. Five. 5-5 uh, five and five in their last 10, which is mediocre, and they're definitely better than mediocre. But for the Warriors, it's not even really about their record as of right now. They've already clinched the number two seed. They can't get number one. They can't get fall back down to number three. They just need to get everybody healthy and be ready to go come playoff time. Indiana, on the other hand, they're the number five seed in the East, and It looks pretty close right now as far as they might not be able to drop back down any further than that. But if they have a good week, they could finish strong and maybe get up to the number three and possibly have home court in the first round of the playoffs. And then you've got the Washington Wizards traveling to go against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's going to be a big game. Cleveland the number three seed and they've won nine of their last ten, four in a row. Washington, they got John Wall back. They haven't done so good in their last 10, four and six. They've lost two in a row, but they got John Wall back. He's gotta get back into game shape. They've gotta work that chemistry. They're very close to falling out of the playoffs right now, but it really doesn't look like they're gonna. Ha- that's gonna happen. The Wizards need to figure out what they're gonna do to keep it moving. Maybe work back up in the ranks this last week. Another game that could be something that we see in the playoffs, Portland against Houston. Portland's trying to get some respect put on their name So it would do them well to beat Houston going into the playoffs At least for their psyche in Houston That would definitely help them, that'd be a good one And then one of the teams on the outside looking in is the Clippers They're the number 10 seed right now They gotta face Utah on Thursday Again, this playoff seeding is crucial What's gonna happen, Utah was on the outside looking in not too long ago And the Clippers were on the inside And that's changed very fast Minnesota's now down to the number seven seed. It looks like they're falling their way out of the playoffs. And that happened ever since Jimmy Butler got hurt. They're going to be going to Denver to face the number nine seed, a team that's looking to take their spot, the Denver Nuggets. That's going to be a big game. So those are some important games going down on Thursday in the NBA. And then on Friday, there are a lot of other games going on. But like I said, the two games that are the ones that stand out to me on the schedule are over there in the East. Eastern Conference where it's the number three Cleveland Cavaliers traveling to Philly to to face the process and they don't have Embiid but Ben Simmons is balling. These teams have the same record right now. They could be flip-flopping in the standings and this is something that people want to see. LeBron versus who people are already considering to be the next version of LeBron, Ben Simmons. That's going to be dope. And then the Pacers are going to travel to Toronto to face the number one seed Raptors, who they look really good, man. Like They're There's something different about this Raptors team than what we normally see. They've got a bench, and it's not just DeRozan and Lowry leading the way, but it don't matter what they do until they get to the playoffs. We all know how that goes with the Toronto Raptors. And then Saturday, let's take it back to the Western Conference. All the important games on Saturday are on the west side. Oklahoma City's got the primetime game at Houston against the Rockets. I don't know what to think about the Thunder. I thought that they were going to be more consistent and more of a contender. I still think they have potential to do that, but you just don't know what Thunder team you're going to get on on any given night. But it'd be good to get in Houston's head and beat them in Houston. Uh, The Pelicans are going to be facing the Dubs on Saturday. That's another good game right now. The Pelicans are number eight. Dubs, like I said, locked down at number two. And then Portland is going to travel to face the Spurs, the Spurs, who just a week ago, everybody was thinking it was the end of their dynasty. And are they done? Yada, yada, yada. Right now, they're the number five seed. And that could all change in a week. We've seen it happen before. And as of right now, they're tied with Utah for that four five spot right now. And Oklahoma City is half a game away from San Antonio. So all of these games really mean something over here. And then the Denver Nuggets, who I said are outside looking in, are going to be facing the Clippers who are right on their tails. Also on the outside looking in on Saturday. That's some dopeness. These games are going to mean something going down to when the regular season ends on Wednesday. And what's good about this whole last week of the season is that the games and the schedule, the way it works out is the teams that are either trying to move up in the ranks. They get to play against some of these teams that are ahead of them. And vice versa. So are you going to be able to beat the team and earn taking their spot? Or are you going to continue, if you're the top seed, are you going to continue to beat these teams down and keep them in their place and tell these teams that don't deserve to move up in the standings to stay in the lane? That's the NBA schedule for the weekend coming up. It's some exciting stuff going on over here. It's Calvin KO We're brought to you by Anchor. Cal KL brought to you by Anchor. Of course, wrapping up another thought about basketball and going into the playoffs. Here's my complaint going into the playoffs. It's not with the way the league is going or anything like that. I'm going to be real simple with it. My problem with the NBA and the playoffs right now is the fact that there are only three teams, maybe four, that could be happy about the way they are going into the playoffs. And the thing and the reason is because... All of the teams that are going to be in the playoffs have at least one superstar that is either injured and not playing, or they've got multiple people of significance that are banged up. And look at, unless you're the Toronto Raptors, the number one seed in the East right now, who are probably the deepest team in all of basketball. They run about 10 guys. They're coasting and they're healthy. And then you go to the West, unless you're the Houston Rockets, who are the number one seed in all of NBA? And they had injuries earlier in the year, but they got them all back and they seem to be coasting and they're healthy and they're they're flowing. And then the number three seed, Portland Trailblazers, who over the last month pretty much been one of the hottest teams in all of the game. Dame Dollar and CJ are balling. Their role players are balling. They're healthy. They're not hobbled in any way. Unless you're Houston, Portland, or Toronto, you've got a reason to put an asterisk on the outcome of this basketball season. Oh, the fourth one, I'm sorry, Cleveland. They're dysfunctional and all that, but they got King James, and as long as you have the best player in the planet and he's been to the NBA Finals for seven straight years, you know what, you're, you probably like your chances going into the playoffs, as you should. So there's four teams that should be happy about where they're at going into to the playoffs look at Golden State they're hurt yeah they're defending champs they've won two of the last three I'm a Warriors fan people don't feel sorry for the Warriors they've got four all-stars so if they've got an all-star or two hurt no one's gonna feel bad for them that they're playing with two all-stars I get that but when that all-star is a two-time MVP and the guy with the most range and the most deadly shooter we've ever seen in the NBA and then on top of that you lose KD and then on top of that you lose Clay. and then on top of that you lose Draymond you lose all four of your all-stars and then your role players also start getting hurt there's something there to complain about and they're getting people back but Steph's not gonna be back for the fir- through the first round of the playoffs And the way the West is stacked up, they can meet the wrong team at the wrong time and that could be a problem. Now we all know if the Warriors are running at full strength that they're going to pretty much mop up any team that they play, with the exception of Houston. But they can't give Houston a run right now without Steph Curry. We just gotta let that be known. So Golden State, they could put an asterisk on the season. Yeah, whoever won the title, but we would've won if we were healthy. And then that is pretty much the argument for every team that would be in the playoffs with the exception of those four and you can insert the players from those teams but the argument's the same san antonio no Kawhi. lamarcus aldridge hurt minnesota no jimmy butler new orleans no boogie the brow's been banged up all year as well utah gobert their defensive presence he's been hurt and hobbled all year as well And then you go back into the East. Boston, we know all of their struggles. They lost their big free agent acquisition five minutes into the damn season, and they've just been running around with just whoever they can put out there all year. And granted, they're still the number two seed, but they're hobbled. They could put an asterisk on the year. Philly, Embiid, asterisk right there. We don't got the process. Done. Washington, John Wall, Hurt. Milwaukee, they've had injuries as well. Washington was higher in the rankings, but now they're down because of injuries. And Miami and Indiana and some of the other teams that nobody even thought were going to be in it have gradually worked their way back up. So that's where these teams are going to be able to put an asterisk on the winner of this season, which is why at the end of it, I mean, I'm not wishing that the Warriors don't win the title. I'm expecting my Warriors to win the title and get it done. But if the Warriors don't get it done. I hope the Houston Rockets win the title. And here's why. Because the city of Houston will have three asterisks on their NBA titles. Because we all know the only reason they got them two in the 90s, because Jordan was playing baseball. Boom, how you like them apples right there. Houston, the city of asterisks. asterisk city, holler at your boy. Major shade alert. I should have warned you guys the major hater alert was coming, I apologize, I won't do that next time. It's Cal and Ko, out, brought to you by Anchor. Hi. So Wrestlemania's on Sunday, and and since I'm talking wrestling, I gotta have the kid, you wanna say hi?
1: Hi.
0: Okay, there he is. Are you excited about wrestling? Yep. Um, Wait,
1: is it on tomorrow?
0: No. Yeah, it's on Sunday. Yeah. Who are you excited to see wrestle at WrestleMania?
1: Um. That's gonna be Undertaker and Braun Strowman.
0: Undertaker and Braun Strowman? Yeah. Braun Strowman's fighting, but I don't think he's fighting The Undertaker.
1: No, like, maybe he's gonna fight John Cena.
0: Maybe Undertaker's gonna fight John Cena? Uh
1: huh. Or The Rock if the rock wrestled in your life um oh. yeah
0: you know who is fighting
1: who
0: aj styles
1: aj styles
0: you, you know who he's going to wrestle against who shinsei nakamura who do you want to win that one
1: um i'm, I'm going to get i'm going to say got shinsei nakamura
0: that's who you want to win even more than aj i thought aj was like your dude
1: he is
0: but you want shinsei to beat him yep okay Who do you you want to win Out of Asuka and Charlotte Flair
1: Um Strowman.
0: That wasn't even an option on that one Asuka or Charlotte Flair The girls They're fighting for the belt
1: Um Asuka
0: Asuka Mm -hmm. Okay that's cool And then Let's see Who are some of your favorite wrestlers
1: That's Shinsuke Nakamura and Strowman and Undertaker and John Cena And then AJ Styles And then Oscar and Bayley
0: You like Oscar and Bayley?
1: Mm-hmm
0: I think Bayley's gonna be in a ba- in a match They're gonna have a, a battle royal where They're gonna have like seven girls in the ring at one time Or maybe even more than that And they're gonna start them in there
1: That's maybe then, gonna be like
0: And then they got th- 50,000 th- fifteen hundred. Ooh, that'd be a lot of women wrestlers I don't think they could fit them all in the ring though
1: no, I'm kidding
0: They'd probably be a lot, man I'm kidding Okay I'm kidding. But hey, this is going to be a good fight The Miz, <coughs> Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor All three of them are going to be fighting fight. All three of them are going to fight for, for the Miz's intercontinental belt Who do you want to win out of those?
1: Um, Finn Balor
0: Alright, me too I like Finn Balor You <laughs> like Finn Balor? Yeah I like his entrance It's pretty cool Yep Do you like Roman Reigns? Yes, I do. Do you like Roman Reigns more than Brock Lesnar?
1: I like Roman Reigns more than Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar sucks.
0: Whoa. Wow, Brock Lesnar sucks. Heard it here first.
1: Because it- the reason why Brock Lesnar sucks, because he handcuffed, um, Roman Reigns when he got arrested. So he sucks.
0: <laughs> that actually happened. You remember your Monday Night Raw? You know, ooh, you know who else is going to be fighting? It's going to be the first time Ronda Rousey is going to fight. It's going to be her wrestling uh, debut. She's going to fight with Kurt Angle and going to wrestle against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Do you want Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle to win, or do you want Triple H and Stephanie McMahon to win?
1: I'm um, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle.
0: Me too. Me too. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
1: Why do you keep copying me?
0: I'm just trying to fit in. It's your world, dude. I'm just trying to be like you, Jet. Wow. It's true. Mhm. <laughs> you're funny. You're
1: funny. I'm the funniest. Am I funnier?
0: Nah, you're not funnier than me, but you're you're pretty close.
1: Whoa. Well, can we still talk?
0: Um, I was gonna stop this one. I think we're done. You wanna tell everybody? Um, what what would you say if you were a re- oh if you were a wrestler? In the ring, what would you like say to the crowd, like to get them all pumped up?
1: I don't
0: know. What do you say when you're in there wrestling in your room? I know you wrestle in the room. So what do you do? I
1: don't say anything
0: to the crowd. Oh. You're gonna have to work on your mic game. My
1: mic game. Yeah,
0: when they get the microphone and they talk to the crowd, like like Elias, he plays his guitar. The WWE stands for. Walk with Elias. Right? Or John Cena when he talks.
1: Or Enzo More when he comes out. He's funny.
0: Yeah, sit What does Enzo Amore say?
1: I am the Terrifying G, and you cannot teach that.
0: <laughs> Good job, kid.
1: Bye. This is Peace.
0: Challenge ko brought to you by anchor minus ko we're wrapping up another episode of the show so we got to wrap it up giving some shout outs to some of our new listeners that just joined on to the show thank you seth bradley and the heated waves podcast we appreciate you Juan, aka diego alvarez man we appreciate you for rocking with us as well the athletes club i checked you guys out you guys got a dope show as well thank you for checking us out Luis Velasquez over there at Sports The Real Talk Podcast We appreciate you for checking us out and favoriting Our station Regular listener, good show Ant Capone over there at the Ant Capone Show Podcast, thank you for checking in With us and listening to that last episode And then new listener Drell Glenn, Soul on Sports Podcast, thank you for favoriting The station, thank you for applauding The show, I'm going to go ahead and do The same once I get a chance to check out your Show, I'm sure it's it's so sports man it speaks for itself i gotta come check you out man anybody else out there if you guys want to shout out it's simple man hit us up it's cal and ko we're brought to you by anchor and we want to spread this podcast love maybe we can do a show together at some point we're always open for that and of course we got to thank some of the regular followers cal over there at, uh, far from ordinary podcast the homies over at medicine remixed the hook boston Shop, chop, pappy. Hope you're doing well on the podcast and it's doing well. And, of course, the homie Richard Ote, also known as Buckwheat Ote.